the Sunday is for the Boys podcast, the first Woo! episode. Um, I'm your host, Corbin, joined by your other host, Taylor. Hi, everybody. It's been a... I, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to say. I feel like I'm talking to a brick wall because, I mean, how do we know anybody's going to watch this or well, listen we, to it, I know. guess? Because, we know. Because All we're right. interesting. We're interesting people, which is we're we're the most interesting type of person there is. We're pudgy white boys. Mid, we're pudgy white boys in our mid twenties. We finally reached the next stage of our metamorphosis and started a podcast. We're we're just one step closer to throwing Joe Rogan off of his throne. Yeah. Who? Joe Rogan. Who? <sighs> you piece of shit. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, I think we should start with like introductions, who we are. Like, you want to go first? Sure. Um, like you uh, heard in the intro, my name's Taylor. I work for a youth nonprofit, so I sit at a computer and I uh, punch numbers into a computer. And uh, other than that, uh, your basic nerd shit, you know, Lord of the Rings, video games, uh, really uh, worried about Amazon and their new series. That's taken up a lot of. Uh, my thought processing right now. Uh, yeah. I think we should mention, I don't know if I've said it yet. We're brothers. Oh no, you haven't mentioned that, but yes, we are related. We are siblings. Uh, Taylor is my older brother. Um, so yeah, we are related. I'm Corbin. Uh, I work for the government, so I'm a piece of shit. I do literally nothing. I, I've graduated college, so I go to work. Come home from work, do some chores, play Destiny. Dude. That's my life. That is literally, like, everyone's life at this point. There's there's no real hobbies anymore, you know? Like, th- this is my issue with unfettered capitalism, is that it, abs- it has to monetize absolutely everything. So, like, there's... Nobody does anything for fun anymore. Even before we started this, we were talking about how we were hoping to eventually monetize it. And it's like, man, you're never not at work. It's a it's real big dream right there. <sighs> so what have you been up to lately? What have you been doing other than eating Chinese food while on mic? Hey, it's not picking up. It's not picking up. So I think we're okay. I'm but, editing um, this one. I'll make sure it picks up. <laughs> Even if it's not there, I'll add something in. We're okay. Get some ASMR on this first episode. Um, things that I've been doing recently. Um, I don't know. Like, like you said, it's just kind of work, and then coming home and playing video games. Um, let's see. Um, I've been watching the uh, the news on R. Kelly, Mr. Water Sports oh, himself. Boy. <laughs> Mr. Water Sports, yeah. Um, I'm fighting for my fucking life. <laughs> 30 years of my career. <laughs> um, what are we yeah. going to do without him? Like, when he's gone, what are we going to do? I mean, what were you doing with him? That's a good point. What is life without R. Kelly like? Because I, I, mean, I wasn't born before R. Kelly got big. For me, I don't... That That's not even a question, because, like... I know that he did like remix to ignition and I believe I can fly and like, yeah, those were like really big when I was younger, but it's not like I listened to R Kelly. It's not like I was like, Oh, 
th- this dude gets me, you know. You never listened to Hiding in the Closet? I've never heard that. You've never heard that? No. Okay, it is a uh Weird Al Yankovic stuck in the drive-through. Okay, I've heard that one. Yeah, that's that is a parody of his song which is actually like 30 different songs that are each 2 minutes at a time of this story of this guy hooking up with this girl and then her boy walks in and then it turns out her boy is gay and another if I'm remembering right if I'm remembering it right her boy's has a boy that comes in and then he goes home and sees his wife and then thinks that his wife is cheating on him it's like 40 minutes long it's it's insane you need to sit down and watch it sometime like despite R Kelly being a piece of shit you should watch it cuz it's hilarious are you sure you're not thinking of uh, the what? What's the one song, Samantha? Wasn't me. Shaggy, no. It wasn't me. Shaggy. Yeah, Shaggy. No, no, it's not Shaggy. Okay. Um, I'm telling yeah. you, it's an actual thing. I, I'm pretty sure that was R. Kelly. Yeah, Bobby Kelly was. Uh, did you see the news though? Yeah, he got convicted, right? Yeah, convicted of at least three counts. Um, I had a thing pulled up about it, but I accidentally got rid of that Google tab. Um, I know one of them was uh, sex trafficking. Yeah, sex trafficking. That's not a small one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can really like recover from that. Dude, with enough money, anybody can recover from that. Um, yeah, I mean, look at a... Uh, oh, what's his, what's his name? Uh, Epstein? No, not Epstein. He's not dead. But the... Uh, Bill Cosby. Thank you. That was his name. The cause is out. Yeah, like he, he's he back spent, on what, the streets. A couple of years in, and then he got out, like just because of some technicality. Like I wonder how much money he paid to have that technicality written in. Dude, I will say, like, I, we're probably gonna get heat for this. And like, the cause is not a great dude. And he definitely raped those women. But does that negate all the good he did with the Cosby show? Like, am I supposed to not like the Cosby show now? It's about, it's like separating somebody's art from their person. Like, uh, like Alex Jones. Absolutely hilarious. (laughs) Big piece of shit. Like, I can separate those two. I love listening to some of the audio clips, especially when he goes on other people's podcasts. Because like, are you trying to have sex with me? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> like, terrible human being, absolutely hilarious to listen to. I'll eat time. your ass. Ooh, crab rangoons. Didn't he admit to like saying that he would eat his neighbors if it came down to it? Was that he didn't? Him? He didn't have to admit it. That was on his show. <laughs> like, He's like, he was saying like. If, if I have to, it, I'll eat my neighbors. I'll do it. Yeah, that's where that soundbite comes from. I would like to spend a day with Alex Jones. Just like like a, a, a ride along, but with Alex Jones. Go through his daily routine. See what kind of workout he does to get like a chest that square. <laughs> like Anytime I see his... Remember in the Spongebob Squarepants movie, when David Hasselhoff... Uh, his, his pecs open up and like, he shoots them out. That's what I think of Alex Jones every time I see him shirtless. Dude, I have I have a feeling Alex Jones is shaped a lot more like Burt Kreischer than, than anyone imagines. What I absolutely love is on his ad for like his protein powder, 
it showed like before and after. And his before picture is like square, him, tiny arms. The next picture, he looks almost exactly the same, except he's just red. <laughs> like he is like all that the blood dude is a red surface. guy. I'll tell you what, he is constantly clinched, like just sucking it in. Well, I mean, he's visual comedy because nobody can see me. Yeah, this is this is a podcast. You're really rocking the, uh, rocking the uh, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I'm really on. you. You can do it. The wheels are turning. I, I can't think of the word. We can edit this out. Yeah. Um. But so, yeah. uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh... I was going to ask if there was anything else you've been up to lately, because I've been up to quite a bit. My life's well, been exciting. Well, I've been spending most afternoons for the past week hunting for the sound drops, which has led me into, um, A, watching weird-ass YouTube videos and videos on Reddit, but also watching a whole lot of old WWF interviews. What's the difference between WWE and WWF? Um, I'm not sure. I know that it started out as the World Wrestling Federation. And then um, that was like in the 80s with Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage and like the Iron Sheik and Sergeant Slaughter. Mm -hmm. But I don't know exactly when that switch was made. Um, And I don't even know what the WWE stands for. Honestly, is the WWE worth your time? That's up for no. debate. Worth WWF, no. definitely worth your time. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, the, the thing that these interviews have made me realize is just that all of these dudes were not, like, beefy. They weren't jacked like the WWE is. It, it wasn't like Dwayne The Rock Johnson and John Cena. It's a bunch of just physically large... Alex Jones shaped men. So me. With um, really bad facial hair and lots of baby oil throwing each other around. <laughs> I feel like I could do this. Like, maybe I should get a time machine, go back, become a WWF star. Because that, that is me to a T. I'm shaped like a box with little arms. I, can, I, I can't grow a beard. I don't That's know, man. That's our I don't know. Curse. I. What are you talking about, family curse? I just shaved. Yeah, but... Okay, Patchy the Pirate. I I know what it looked like underneath. You just grew enough to where it would cover up the patches. Yeah. And then you just maintain a respectable length, and it looks fine. Respectable length? That was down to your nips. No, it wasn't. It was close. It was like... Bruh, you are way off. You are way off on that one. It was way off. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't want to go back and be a WWF wrestler just because, like, name some of them that are still alive. And, like, yeah, they were grown-ass men in the 80s. But, like, our and I'm talking, like, 30s and 40s in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But our parents were in their late teens, early 20s in the 80s, right? Yeah. Dad graduated in, what, 86? 87. 87? Okay. So, like, they're probably only 20 or so years older than our parents. 
Um, and most of them are dead. <laughs> like they lived a, a a short but exciting life. And maybe it was just the cocaine. Maybe like you know, just railing that much coke did them in. But the only one that's still really around is Hulk Hogan, and dude's not looking good. He's what looking he rough. Like, I know. He up to? Probably living on his WWF money. Um, I do know that uh, he owns a surf shop somewhere in Florida. That's that's the dream. Like, make a bunch of money doing one thing, and then just retire doing what you love. Like uh, Ron from Harry Potter. He he made a fuck ton of money on that. Has hasn't acted in anything big since, and runs like a an ice cream truck. Yeah, it's a good thing he made all that Harry Potter money because that dude is fucking busted. Wow. He's. I'm sorry, but he's an ugly dude. I think that's just Brits in general. Like there was this propaganda campaign throughout the mid 2000s to the mid 2010s where everything British was like sexy and suave. Hold on, handsome. I got a cough. <coughs> oh, I'm sure the listeners loved that. But there was this propaganda campaign where everything British was like awesome and cool in the future. And then I love how today everyone makes fun of Brits because we realize they're not sexy. They're not suave. They're like a bunch of hicks. The London accent is pretty hot. Yeah, but there's like 30 other accents. But there's like 30 other accents and they all sound like they need a bottle of water. Like they, they can't close their mouths all the way because of all those teeth. Yeah, their teeth are fucked up. We should become Anyone orthodontists city, and move. Mate? <laughs> we should become orthodontists and move to Britain. Yeah, we'd make lots of money. Hell yeah! Um, but lately, I have had the unfortunate time of visiting St. Louis two weeks in a row. Nobody what? should go to St. Louis that that often. You went up for Emma's football game today. Yeah, the week before. Yeah, our our younger sister is a uh, starting center for Missouri Baptist football team. <laughs> um, but last week I went up to visit some friends of ours, uh, Hannah and Jordan, because they're both actors and. Oh, that's right! And, you went and saw them play. Yeah, um, Jordan wasn't in it. He wasn't working. I didn't know this until like a couple days beforehand. Jordan wasn't in it. He was working that night. And Hannah was in it technically, but she was an understudy and on stage crew. So oh, she. So you, you saw her dressed in head to toe black moving shit. Yeah, I didn't even see her. She was nice. like, Did you see me do that change? And I'm like, I couldn't see shit. It was black. <laughs> it's dark. And, and I thought, like, I'm used to going and seeing plays, even college ones in like amphitheaters where it's kind of like wrapped around on one side and then you've got mm-hmm. the stage. This was very. Uh, comfortable close what what's a good word for it intimate intimate yes where it's like the three-sided stage where it's just kind of like a a wooden plank going out into the middle of the room and Mm -hmm. three sides it's got seats and so like it couldn't seat more than maybe a hundred people in there and so i was really up close to the actors and it made me feel really uncomfortable for some of the scenes because the play i went and saw it was a musical called funhouse okay well uncomfortable first because it's a musical um it wasn't terrible like they were good singers this wasn't like a high school production like these people are trying to it wasn't high school musical the musical 
Hey, that was that was probably the best thing I had ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Changed me forever. You as jo- as other jocks, it it changed my perspective on acting. Other jocks, baby. Basketball B string. But this this musical was called Funhouse, and I made the mistake of not looking up anything about this show before going in. And so I was like, okay, Funhouse. I have no idea what it's about. And the well, Funhouse is a musical that's a true story about a lesbian cartoonist and i didn't know it was a true story and i was like okay this this will be cool this will it's like her coming out story her figuring out herself and then in like the first 10 minutes she's like yeah i i found out i was a lesbian and my dad committed suicide oh oh, nice jesus and this was like in the first five minutes so i knew i this was like in the first five minutes so i knew that it was happening the entire time and it turns out that like her dad was a closeted homosexual and like the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Oh, he was one of those OG gays. Yeah, and uh, he like was having trouble coming to terms with the fact that his daughter was gay because he went through so much crap. And like, turns out he had sex with minors because he was a teacher at a high school. And then literally like the month that she came out to to that uh, the main character came out to her family, he committed suicide. I was just like. Holy shit. And then the play just ends. He dies. She talks about, like, sings about why, why'd you have to die? And then the play ends. I'm like, I feel like a piece of shit. So you don't even get any, uh, like, lesbian love scenes? Oh, there's an entire song where it's the main character just had sex with, I think the character's name is Janice, I think. And she sings a song talking about how she's switching... Joan. Oh, Joan. oh, Samantha. Joan. Samantha sang that for one of her uh, recitals. Yeah, I'm changing. I've my got a, to Joan. Yeah, I, I've got a drop of it. That did not come through at all, but I'm sure it was hilarious. Dang it! But it was it was a good performance. I came out of it feeling terribly depressed, but you know, art. I mean, and th- art's not always supposed to make you feel good. No, but like, I don't know. When I hear musical, I think of like, maybe there's some sadness. Maybe it's got like a, a deep message. But at the end, you feel out, you come out of it feeling maybe like you've learned something or you're a better person or you can say you had a good time. I had none of that. I came out of this be- feeling like, wow, life sucks. Dude, it's not always silly songs with Larry. Oh God, I wish it was. <laughs> if I could just sing about cheeseburgers all day. Cause you're his cheeseburger. Deep cuts. Yeah, but um, outside of the, my trips to St. Louis, I haven't been doing much. Um, I know you have picked a couple topics for us to talk about tonight. Um. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Do you know Nikado Avocado? I know the name because you you said whatever that Nikado, whatever the person's name is, you said, hey, don't look this up. Yeah. You see, knows about it. Don't don't read it. So I stayed um, away from it anytime I saw it. Let me pull up my Reddit. And I'm going to send you a post that you're going to need to like kind of watch. Okay. That way you can understand who this fucking cockroach of a human being is um he is a do you know what a mukbang is 
Yeah, it's like people that eat food on Mike and be disgusting for money. Yeah, he is a... He, he started out as just a YouTuber, I think, but has since become, like, the king of mukbangs. Oh, I know that. I've seen clips of this guy because he just screams a lot. Like, he'll, he'll knock over his chicken nuggets and then just start wailing. Yeah, um, I've got two links for you. Um, but he has recently... In his YouTube videos, I I don't watch them because I don't want to give him my ad revenue. But um, he has I, I watched a video about him, and he has started wearing a CPAP mask in his videos, and claiming that he's been like become disabled because the weight of his body like cracked his ribs along with coughing so much um and is now like blaming his viewers for like liking his videos and saying this is good content keep putting it out for the fact that he's gained like 300 pounds in a couple years and is has cracked his ribs even though like in the video that i was watching you see him walking and stomping and shouting um I know you've never broken any ribs. I've never broken any ribs. But from what I understand, you're kind of bedridden when that happens. Yeah, because literally every movement that you can do requires some sort of muscle in your torso. And if you've got a broken rib, that muscle is going to go up against that that broken rib. So like, just walking is going to be incredibly painful. So it sounds like this guy has run out of ideas and is capitalizing on the fact that he's a fat piece of shit watch the videos dude they're wild it's awful um so like he's just saying like okay you guys that paid me to do this stuff that i had a choice and whether or not i did it you're the problem yeah not me the adult man who decided to eat tens of thousands of calories in one sitting several times a week I'm not at fault. It's the viewers. This this is so like this is a good like segue into the conversation of like content creators as a uh, like a product versus being a person. Like are you when you make content and put it out for somebody to watch and you to make money off of how much of you and what you put into it is like you as a person versus should it be uh, viewed as, like, a consumer product? So, like, for example, he started making these videos, saw that they were popular, and people treated him like a consumer product instead of as a person saying, yes, do more of this thing that, that kills you. Is that on him because he said yes to it, or is it on his viewers because they were the ones egging him on? Personally, I think you know... Like, when you put something out on the internet, or just anywhere, be it movies, televisions, pretty much you putting anything out for somebody to buy, especially in entertainment, you still have that conscious choice of being a person behind it. So you're not just your content. So, like, blaming his viewers kind of... It's depends. asinine. I'm sorry? It's asinine. 
yeah, like it, it doesn't make sense because he still had agency over it. It wasn't like he was signed into a contract or he was owned by somebody to to do this. He could have changed the kind of content he did. Yeah, would he make less money? Probably. But he'd also not be like, quote, dying. He, he never claimed that he was dying. He just claimed that he disabled. was disabled. Well, he and... is dying if he's gained like 300 pounds in a couple of years. And with the amount of food that he eats for these videos and destroys the amount of money he wastes. Yeah, that's the other imagine. thing. The Like the spread that he has out in the like clip that I sent you is probably like at least 10 separate meals from, I think, Burger King. So... If the average meal at Burger King is eight to ten dollars, that's eighty to a hundred dollars that he houses directly into his face or smashes and throws around. And he does he puts out a new video typically like once a day. So like at least five or six times a week. Um in his defense, he may have these pre-recorded and you know, doles them out on a nice schedule, but still, that's not any better. He's than binge eating, you know. Um, but yeah, that I, I saw that video on YouTube, like talking about him, and I was like, wow, this really disturbs me. Um, yeah, that's. I'd say that that's one a mixture of wanting to continue to be relevant because relevancy is absolutely like the the top thing to to be because yeah if you're relevant even if you're not making good content or original content you're still out there uh, it's like any good attention any attention is good attention like even this bad attention and this hate that people are spewing on him is getting him more views getting him more clicks getting him more money so he's willing to put up with probably all the massive amounts of hate he's getting because it's just more money in his pocket but I, you wouldn't catch me doing this. This is just like mental illness off off the charts. Like I can't tell if he's doing like playing up this character role for the sake of it or if he's actually like. Is this the true Nikado Avocado or is this like some bit that he just does and is going to cost him his body? Yeah, I think it's a mixture of both. Like I feel like. I, th- I think it started out as a bit and like um, he's just lost the real Nick as he's chasing that dragon of fame. Um, and that's that's honestly sad instead of, you know, it, originally seeing this shit makes me like angry because uh, I'm like, dude, like get a hold of yourself. But then you think about it and it's like, man. There's, there's like a real human being who was like a very talented uh, violinist and like probably had some really interesting thoughts and outlooks that has just now been reduced to a man-child. And man, it's a real downer. This podcast is taking a real, <laughs> real dark turn right uh, out I, the gate. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's sad, but at the same time, how much blame are we going to put on him versus his like outlook and his environment? Like, did he have a good, these aren't things I'm at, I'm telling you to answer. It's just good questions to have in this age of the internet celebrity. Cause beforehand celebrities, there was a level of disconnect. 
before really before the internet was around where you could be a celebrity go out in public kind of like show face to the camera but then you could get away from it kind of have some semblance of a private life like yeah you might have to deal with the paparazzi every once in a while but you could do specific activities and people wouldn't notice you but now celebrities their entire lives are getting documented constantly like you can't get away from a camera because we carry around cameras with us all the time and we're expected to take pictures and record and talk constantly so i can't imagine being a celebrity nowadays where there's no off switch for your character like yeah your personality it's it's always going there's no time where you can kind of relax from it it's always on yeah i hope this podcast doesn't blow up <laughs> <laughs> knowing um, us we're, we're safe we're never peaking 50 viewers oh please that that'd be fine i'm fine with that um Let's see here. What else do I have written down? Ooh, have you seen trailers for The Last Duel? I, I really want to see that. That like, looks good as shit, dude. It's very stacked cast. One thing that, it's not a complaint because I haven't seen the movie, but it makes me laugh, is seeing Ben Affleck as like a blonde, <laughs> short-haired guy. I'm like, that that's Ben Affleck. Like, it looks like you just took Ben Affleck, cut his face out, and then stitched it on some hey, guy in the hey, Middle Corbin. Ages. What? He's not an insurance salesman. It's Ben Affleck. Not Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying it wrong this entire time. I've always said Ben Affleck. No, it's Affleck. Affleck? Affleck? Yeah. Matt ben Affleck. Damon. <laughs> okay, well, I, I learned this. this podcast has been productive. I've learned something new today. But yeah, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon coming together again. Um, Adam Driver, who is... Oh, I love Adam Driver. I mean, I hate Kylo Ren and I hate the sequels, but Adam Driver can do no wrong. Like, Oh yeah, he's a great actor. Marriage Story, Logan I never Lucky. saw. I never saw Marriage Story, but like the like 10 second clip that I saw of that one argument he has with ScarJo makes me think that that movie is an absolute banger. Um, it's sad. Because I'm sure it feels, it feels very realistic, which is what's so good about it is like, yeah, it's two two actors that like no matter what movie they're in, you can see them and pick them out like that's Scarlett Johansson. That's Adam Driver because they're so recognizable, but they disappear into these characters really well. Don't watch it. It'll make you depressed. <laughs> um, also, Jodie Comer. I'd hit that. <laughs> You'd hit anything. Does that have a pulse? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> hey don't hate to play it hate the game <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm really excited to see that movie like lord knows i'm gonna have to drive an hour to watch it you don't think i think it'll be... have it no i don't think bleep i'm gonna bleep out the name of the town oh is okay. gonna... I'm, I'm, i don't think that they're gonna have it because like the movies they have right now are like whatever animated comedy is out uh the james bond movie and they might still have shang chi maybe i wanted to go see that one but then uh it'll it'll be on disney plus in like two months yeah like that's i was the same mindset with black widow like it's weird because i was really into the mcu hard and then endgame came out 
And like, I've been kind of keeping up with the new shows and stuff. Like I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Haven't watched WandaVision. Haven't watched Loki or what if. Okay, you need to watch Loki and WandaVision because those are bangers. The best part of Falcon and Winter Soldier, it was kind of a letdown for me, honestly. But seeing uh, What's-His-Nuts bash that dude in with Cap's shield and it come up all bloody, <laughs> gave me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, that, that, that was excellent cinematography, um, excellent imaging and you know metaphor there. But then... Um, the revenge scene when Falcon and Bucky are whooping his ass and Break his like, arm backwards. Oh, yeah, oh, I saw so it. Good. I saw it and I, I knew it was coming. I was like, come on, come on. And then it did it. And I'm sure my upstairs neighbors thought they had a psychopath living under them because you I started screaming. No, not right now. Um, but like, oh, that was a good scene too. I'd say that the first episode of that show was really good, and then like the last three episodes were really good. I did really like Blacked in America. He's cool as shit. <laughs> um, I liked his his. I like how they're getting more comic accurate costumes that mm-hmm. don't look like super comic booky. Yeah, um, like, they they've gotten really good at that in the last couple of years. Well, so I, I think, think now that okay. X-Men's problem isn't the X-Men. X-Men's problem is Sony. Let's be real here. Um, But I think now they not only have the money to do the costumes, not quite mainstream movie, but they also have the um, credibility at this point. You know, they started out with Iron Man in 2008 and have... It's a great movie. The, the CGI, you can tell that it's an older movie, but... It suffers from the the villain of the time, which was just big gray version of the main hero. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, like, that was most villains throughout the 2000s. Yeah. Um, but, like, they've grown from one movie into this massive, sprawling organism that has its own, almost, life. And I think that gives them the credibility to be like, yo, this is how it looked in the OG comics. So this is how we're going to do it. Um, WandaVision was super trippy. I didn't know what to expect the entire time. You should definitely watch it. It's also nice to see Wanda and Vision have a little bit of happiness because those characters really got their teeth kicked in through the MCU. Yeah, they were just like, hey, um, you get down. I'm going to kick you some more. They, they no, were the punching bags. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back again. You, you just stay there. Um, especially Thanos with uh, Wanda busting the, the gym in Vision's head, killing her boyfriend. And then Thanos is just like, oh, you dumb bitch. Let me reverse time real quick. Not only did she have to kill her boyfriend with her own hands, she then saw him come back to life. And get murdered again. Get his forehead dimpled in. I love that so much because he's like made of vibranium strains and like super tough. And he just like, he looks like an egg. (laughs) (laughs) Needs to start wearing a helmet. Jesus. Um, Loki was everything that you expect it to be while still keeping you on your toes the entire time. Um... And I think sets up the new Doctor Strange movie incredibly well. Um, I'm excited for that. 
excited for Spider-Man too. That looks really good. Um, yeah, you've been paying attention to the leaks. I no, I didn't. Okay. I don't track that just because I'm I'm not super worried about spoilers. Like I know I'm gonna run across them. Um, I knew that like Tony Stark died in Endgame. Spoiler alert. Um, that movie came out in 2018. It's been yeah three years. And in the internet's defense, I didn't see it until like two years after it had come out. So like they started making memes of that like immediately after. How do you not? Thanos just became a bunch of memes and still is. Like if you like, there's always the popular memes in the meta, and if you take like a screenshot of any given month, there's usually a, a Thanos meme and a SpongeBob meme. They're always in the rotation. Well, SpongeBob not only has a whole bunch of ridiculous like frames, but it is a cornerstone of Nickelodeon, one of the biggest child-centric um, television programs. So it's almost impossible to not reference SpongeBob at this point. Um, not that that's I a complaint. At least once a day. Something comes up. I tried to find some dank drops of SpongeBob, but I haven't been able to find any yet. Um, It's definitely on the list of things to find. We'll we'll find some good ones. How do you think cops handcuff a one-armed guy? I was thinking this earlier today. Hmm. I'm guessing, like, depends on how long his nub is. (laughs) Damn, all right. Like... If, if you get, if like, say if he's cut off, like, right at the wrist, and you can, like, take it up a bit and then just make sure it's really tight. Like Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you could still just slip out of that, because the entire thing that's keeping your hand in the cuff is your thumb, you know? Like, to get out of handcuffs, you gotta dislocate your thumb. I don't know. I, I have never been in handcuffs, both in the literal sense and in the sexual sense. So, I'm not sure. Like, would you, would they even need to cuff him? Like, maybe they could just be like, hey, be a good boy. Be on good behavior. Like, just throw... Maybe they cuff him to his ankle? No, you can't do that. That's hog tying. Can you not hog tie? No. <laughs> but it's only one... Like, one shoulder is stuck down. He's still got the other one. That he can't do anything with. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, that's not quite a hog tie, because, like, a hog tie, you're, like, just kind of paralyzed. Hog tying is whenever you take your ankles and tie them to your wrists, so, like... Yeah, it's just one ankle. So you're only half hog tied? Yeah, it's like you can't do a full Nelson in wrestling, but you can do a half Nelson. Okay, are we talking wrestling, or are we talking wrestling? I think, like, wrestling, wrestling. Okay. Actual... Because you can't do, like, a full Nelson because, like, it can hurt their neck, but you can do a half Nelson. Okay. I've never wrestled before, so t- don't take my word for it. I may be completely wrong. That's just a... Take that that motto for the entire podcast. We're not experts. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. We don't know shit. Yeah, don't don't quote us on anything. We're just talking out of our ass. Um. Did you hear about the Facebook outage the other day? Oh, yeah. Very suspect. I'm, I'm, I'm no Alex Jones, but the day after the whistleblower talks on 60 Minutes and the day that they're supposed to appear in court, Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp, all, like all their 
websites go down for like six, seven hours. Hmm. That, that's a little suspect. Let's say, hypothetically, you've been a naughty girl. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. I think I think the Zuck's been a little naughty. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He's been naughty for a long time. Um, <clears throat> did you like listen to what the whistleblower had to say? Oh, uh, I caught like I didn't listen to the full thing, but I listened to like the the spark notes of it. Pretty much that like Facebook actively pushes controversial negative content. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it gets you to watch longer. Yeah. It's like. I hate going on Facebook to get rid of notifications because for some reason, even though the only thing I follow are like a couple people that I know and then the local Elks Lodge, <laughs> I still get like recommended videos and stuff. And they're constantly like, I love the Facebook algorithm because like it's either playing a Dharma video or it's like clips from a movie where it says best breakout scene ever. And it's like a a breakout scene from like a jail it's played at like 1.25 speed and they put like royalty free edm over top of it so you can't even hear the actors talk dude i deleted facebook uh probably about a year ago best decision i ever made just delete it the only reason i keep it is just so i can know how facebook works so if i get a job that requires me to use facebook i'm familiar with it and so i can work on the elks page because i'm an admin of that Oh my god! Other yeah, you're I mean, you're the only guy at the Elks that's like younger than thirty. <laughs> yeah, like they, the, they need uh, you to do that. For the, I was kind of frustrated because the picnic that we had recently, like the big annual picnic with a car show and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't like this was all done last minute. This huge picnic where we had a band coming, we had a, a beer cart and food vendors and a car show. It was put together like a month and a half before the event date. So they what were do you like, want, okay, shitty puppy? We... Oh, you're talking to the puppy? Yeah, Ada's being obnoxious. What, what do you want? Daddy's report, recording a podcast right now. Go away. Go away. Go. You're loud. I'm going to keep this in. Um, keep it all in. People deserve to know you have a dog. Uh, she's been obnoxious today. She's always obnoxious, but that's today, just her nature. D- today specifically, like I woke up bright and early at seven thirty because that's when my alarm normally goes off, and I left her in the bedroom with Samantha, and then she come. They both come out at like around ten, and then every like hour on the dot, she just I'm gonna go outside, and then we let her outside. She doesn't shit. She doesn't piss. She just stands there and looks, looks around like she's waiting for something to happen. And it's like, you she's, little She's asshole. on neighborhood watch. She's trying to keep, keep an eye out for you guys. You can't Take do that. You. You've got an entire glass door that you can look out of and see the exact same stuff. What are you doing? When she's outside. She can, you know, get the smells. It's like the difference between like watching like for people, like when you're looking at your neighbor and wondering what they're up to and looking between like a, a glass window that's kind of like fogged up maybe you can't really hear what's going on and going outside and looking over the fence and being like hey, howdy neighbor what you up to you know sometimes you just got to get your nose into the thick of it i don't know i think she's just retarded 
I mean, I'm pretty sure she is too. I've met your dog. Um, you ever just scroll through Craigslist community listings? Craigslist scares me. Oh, <laughs> it should, buddy. It should. I, I've opened it once, and I was seeing somebody sell like used in quotes phones, and they had like stacks of fifty. I'm like, this seems kind of illegal. Like, how did you get so many used phones? And then I just haven't been on Craigslist ever since. Don't go on Craigslist to look at the stuff people are selling. That's a waste of time because you're never going to see anything cool. You're never going to see anything good. Um, You're only going to see shady stuff like that. Um, Go to the community tab and just scroll through that because it'll be like people ranting about whatever. I saw this one that was like, to the dude who stocks the Dorito machine at Casey's, you're hot and you give me eye candy to look at every Saturday. <laughs> just, there, I didn't know, like, I thought it was just where you could, like, post, like, stuff to sell or stuff you're looking to buy. Like, I didn't know it was, like, there was a Facebook community tab for it. Yeah, there. did you not know about, like, the Craigslist killer? No? Yeah, I, I think it was this... I think I'm pretty sure it was a dude. There's very few like female serial killers, but I'm pretty sure this guy would just like go on to the Craigslist. Um, it used to exist. I'm not sure if it still does, but it was like uh, Tinder before Tinder. Essentially, you would oh, post like, like male I'm, looking for female. Yeah, stuff that that kind of stuff, and that's how people would find people to shack up with on the internet before smartphones if you're jones in that bad i feel sorry for you (laughs) yeah like sometimes how else are you supposed to find love in this day and age taylor i think you need to be a little more understanding of these people Uh, no what can panub corbin you you don't understand samantha and i met on tinder yeah i am i am 100 behind the you can find use the internet to find love but what I'm not okay with is people doing it on Craigslist where they sell like grills and canoes and I think like, you're looking at this all wrong. Like this, Craigslist is your one stop spot. You get, hey, I need a new canoe for this summer because I want to go on a float trip. Also looking for a girl to go on this float trip with me. She might die, she might not. She might like, die. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> Craigslist is your, it's like, it's like your, uh, not so much a Walmart, maybe like a, it's like your country mart. It's got like, you're not going in looking for a bunch of stuff. You're going in for just a couple things you need and they all happen to be in one spot. I don't know. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be sticking your wang and strangers that you meet on Craigslist. That just feels entirely wrong. Um, so like if tinder added an option to like start selling and buying stuff like just products like uh like phones and cars and stuff like that tinder would all of a sudden be like leave it okay i know i met my wife on tinder tinder is still skeevy as shit oh yeah i hate it it's like you want to destroy your self-esteem download tinder and bumble because, like, within a day, you'll feel like the biggest piece of crap on the planet. Well, the issue is you don't need Tinder. You can just set up an email 
and then you have a Tinder account. So what people do is they set up an email and then they go to Instagram and take some hot chicks photos and then put in just the bare minimum information they need. And then they have a computer system that just runs and sends the same spam message over and over and over again. Oh um, yeah. I get it all the time. I'll, I'll swipe right on somebody and it'll already be a match. I'm like, this is suspect. Cause for one, they swiped right on me <laughs> and um, like within 30 seconds of me matching out because most of the time whenever there's a match i'll leave it for a little bit like I'll, I'll sit you down and be like i'll come back to you later baby don't worry yeah you don't want to seem over eager yeah and i'll get a message and it's just a link like that's all it is no message yep. no hey it's just a link i'm like okay i got a little like a little bit of adrenaline little little happy juices in my brain from getting a match all gone I see, I see that you're interested in me. I don't know if I can trust your judgment. <laughs> for real. Like, you're coming for this? Are you sure something's wrong? Are you, are you all right? Like, do you need help? Blink twice if you need me to call the police. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking about starting to follow NASCAR. What do you think? I'm glad I'm not the only one. Because, like, it, it started with the... I, I know they're they're childish, but I love them. The super mega NASCAR, where they like bought that's right. You just got rack. passed. <laughs> they for those who don't know the YouTube channel Super Mega, it's like a it used to be like a Let's Play YouTube channel, but now it's more like sketch comedy, um, IRL content. They're fucking and nerds. That's yeah, what they're it nerds is. who do like awkward and cringe humor, and like hyper edit their videos to make them really funny. And they bought an ad for a NASCAR driver. They bought like his entire wraparound. So the entire car just said super mega. And it, it was in a NASCAR, like an actual NASCAR race. And it, they, they got to go down into the pit and like be a part of the crew since they were like the sponsor for that race. And the car crashed, unfortunately. But ever since that, I'm like, I used to watch NASCAR with dad as a kid. Maybe I should start watching it again. Like, I, I just want to get back into sports. Because I don't have cable, so I never get to watch sports. So I'm, I kind of miss it. I yeah. I take it for granted. Um, in the winter, I try and watch hockey as much as possible. Because, I mean, let's go Blues, baby. Um, hey, playoffs are starting soon. I know. I need to get back into it. But um, I don't have a great summer sport. I don't love football because it's way over-commercialized and the same four teams always win. Um, and I don't like baseball because it's so freaking slow. Oh, ba- I baseball is only fun if you're there. Yeah, the only reason to watch baseball is to go to the stadium and get blitzed. Um, mm-hmm. Eat some big ass hot dogs. But that that's my issue with potentially getting into NASCAR is it's such a long format sport. The only reason it's worth watching is for the wrecks. And then to go to the raceway and drink a shitload of beer. <laughs> you know, I'd say those are two worthy and valid reasons. Hell yeah, brother. Like... <laughs> that, that's a good that's a good plug. Um, yeah, like when I was watching NASCAR, like the big guys were Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt Jr., um, Jeff Gordon. Ricky Bobby. He... Damn it. (laughs) 
but like early to mid 2000s. So like I can't imagine how much it's changed since then because I know a couple of those guys are now like announcers for it. Yeah, that's I mean, that's the same with any sport, you know, Shaq. Yeah, but like it's it's weird like when I because like growing up, you'd watch like the sport and the commentators and dad would be like, oh, those guys used to be big and play it. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Old men. OK, I old know man. like I have no like reference for like age and how time progresses. And now I'm an adult and I see the guys that I grew up watching in any sport and now they're the ones commentating. I'm like, oh, shit, they're old now. Yeah. Like, for example, um, I was over at our parents' house a while back and for some reason, some NFL like commentator thing was on. I don't think anyone was watching it. It was just the TV being on and it actually looked really funny. I wanted to watch it, but it was Peyton and Eli Manning commentating football together. Wait, did Peyton retire? Peyton retired like in 2013, 2014. I he thought won that's a Super Bowl with I thought that's when he went to the uh the Broncos. Yeah, he went to the Broncos, lost a Super Bowl against the Saints, and then the next year or the year after that came back and won the Super Bowl again and then retired. Okay. So I remember because is... the Super Bowl he lost, I was so upset. This is how little I pay attention to the NFL. NFL is a bunch of junk. It's a bunch of old people who are, are too afraid to get hurt to do anything cool. Except for Patrick Mahomes. That dude's got an arm like a cannon. And he knows it. <laughs> <laughs> I really like uh, college football. Because it's a lot more intense. Hell yeah. Um, speaking of college football, have you been to one of Emma's games before this one? No. I was fucking spoiled with SEC football. Oh yeah. Like... I. T- today's game, I felt like I was in high school again. Yeah, I went from a tiny high school football team where, like, we had a 50-50 shot of winning a game to Mizzou, which had just come into the SEC the year before and gone to the Cotton Bowl and was really kicking ass and taking names. And, you know, we've got this big stadium, the really loud marching band, um, the, the the cannon crew for every time there was a was touchdown. So- Boom. Um, And then I uh, get out of college, stop going to the games a little bit, and then come to one of Emma's games. And I was like, man, this is college football. (laughs) Yeah, I I went today and I was excited because like tailgating. I love tailgating. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. It's a Christian school. They don't allow alcohol on the campus. No no booze. I was like, okay, I can deal with that. You know, it's nine in the morning, a little too early to have, have myself a beer. You know, I not, can deal with it. Not when you're tailgating. But I go and there's like only three other vehicles that are tailgating. And they only have like a table with like finger foods, maybe a canopy and a bunch of lawn chairs. And then we come out, we've got the grill. Yeah. We've got the double tables, the canopy. We're, we're making bacon and eggs. Dad is like, the man. tailgate king down there. Like, yeah, the, the athletic administrator came up and started talking to dad because apparently they know each other yeah they met when they toured campus with emma and dad i don't know how he does it he's never met a stranger never meets a stranger and now he is best buddies with the athletic director i'm telling you he needs to become like the head honcho of their tailgating committee because just helping like because they're a pretty young football program. Their their football program's what four years old. 
I don't know. And this is the first year that they've done tailgating. So, like, they have no experience. And this is right up Dad's alley. He needs to, like, be their tailgating dude. Because if it continues to grow at the pace it is, he's going to lose that cherry tailgating spot to money. Um, But um, the one thing that I really enjoyed about that size football program is that the SEC, you know, you see some baller plays. You know, you've got dudes in their prime who are very likely going to go into the NFL. Maybe not start in the NFL, but be on a team somewhere. Um, And they're making these amazing plays. It's fast-paced. It's hard-hitting. It's football the way football is supposed to be played, I think. Um, But with the smaller team, it's much slower-paced, but it's a much tighter game score-wise. Not today. Was it a total blowout? Awful. Well, it started off all right, and I don't know like where they got these refs. They were absolutely awful, just missing stuff the entire time and calling out stuff that shouldn't have been called. It was atrocious. Like there was so many calls where it was the biggest thing was like roughing the roughing the uh, passer or like mm-hmm. pass interference stuff like that. And they'd either like, there was one play that really like the entire stand started screaming at this guy for rightfully. So we were on defense and quarterback threw the ball. It was going and about the, uh, our defender and their, uh, wide receiver were about two, three feet apart. And the guy, like th- their feet weren't even close at that, at, at that distance. Cause they were also like caddy corner and they were both looking back and, the wide receiver tripped and fell and they called that pass interference. Like they, they were barely in arm's reach of each other. And he said that our guy tripped him. That's weird. Like, yeah, it was a very badly called game. And in the second court, the second half, sorry. Um, we started to pick it back up and it started to get better. But then by like halfway through the fourth quarter, we, we gave up. We, we had gotten them punted back to, like, our side's two-yard line. So they had 98 yards to go. Oof. And on first down, they did a run through the middle, ran it to their six-yard line. Oy, that hurts. Yeah. yeah, and after that, all morale was gone. They just kind of gave up at that point. There was, like, seven minutes left. The, the opposing team, I don't even remember who they were, scored, like, two more times. Dang. The game that I saw was really tight. Like, it was within one touchdown almost the entire game. Um, and at least my experience in the SEC, there was typically a lot more of a lead. You know, somebody came out early, established some good momentum, and kept that the entire game. Which, honestly, is a little more boring to watch. Um, when it's a, a tighter scoring game, I enjoy it a little more just because you're on the edge of your seat every time you've got the ball. It's the opportunity to, you know, make a, a really great play that could make the game for you as opposed to, well, we've got to score at least three touchdowns before we catch up to them. Yeah, we got to score three touchdowns and four and a half minutes if we want to win this game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I missed going to football games in general. I really hope next year we go back, maybe not all the games, but a couple Mizzou home games. Because I really miss tailgating. Like those 
waking up at six in the morning, driving up there, going and tailgating all day, getting back at 11 o'clock at night. Well, I, I will say Samantha and I are trying to find a house, which is awful. Um, not even to buy a house, just trying to find a house to rent. And I got lucky. Yeah, you really lucked out. Um, it was just dad the, meeting a stranger and being like, hey, what are you, what are you doing here? The, the property market here is awful. Um, but like ideally by this time next year, we'll have room for people to, you know, stay a night every once in a while. But yeah, I want to do more tailgating. Um, I also want to take Samantha to a blues game this year sometime. We should definitely Let me know work when you that do out. that. Yeah. Cause I would love to go to a blues game. You've been to one, right? Yeah. I've been to a blues game. Okay. I've been to a couple. They're, they're, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. I've, what, what's that stadium? Is that, that's not Edward Jones. Edward Jones is the Rams, right? Not anymore. Scott Trade Center. Scott Trade Center, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. I've I, been there for more concerts than I have blues games. Yeah, I don't know what goes on in the Jones Dome anymore. I know that for I'm a sure while it was the... Stuff. I, I know that there's that marching band competition we used to go to. That's still a thing. The bands of them... Oh, was that... That was before you were in high school. Yeah, we um, didn't do it when I was in high school. Well, we used to do it every year, and you have to maintain mm-hmm. that year, that yearly subscription for more or less. To get, to get in, or and else if, you go to the bottom of the waiting list, right? Yeah, and we had to miss it one year. I think that was my junior year, and we just never went back. But mm-hmm. I, I think the Battlehawks for the XFL played there. And then the XFL went belly up. Oh, did it die? Yeah, COVID killed it. Oh, okay. Um, I wasn't sure. I, I, I was super excited. I, I liked the XFL because it was football, but with the energy of the WWE. Because it's not pro football. It's not tied to these super huge brand names, you know? And it doesn't have like its own brand that it has to maintain. So you would have like players scoring touchdowns or winning a game and then they'd go over and tear the top of a beer can off with their teeth and drink it. What? Yeah. Why did I miss this? This sounds great. Dude, the XFL was lit. But I mean, like so many other things, the just COVID, you know, killed it. I, I think if it had been around a little longer, it could have survived. But it started in like the fall of 2019, I think. Ooh, so yeah, it didn't have a long. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Shout out to COVID for like ruining everything fun. <laughs> for real. I'm, I'm glad I live in Southeast Missouri where people treat COVID like it doesn't exist. Yeah. Here, here in Columbia, like the, it's pretty blue. All things considered. I mean, it's a college town. It's always going to be blue. Yeah, but... Unless you're like in a southern state where college is red. Yeah. The, the, like most college the Bama. campuses... Yeah, most college campuses are pretty blue. For sure. And the it's a really interesting kind of juxtaposition because you've got the really blue campus, but most of the people that like work in Columbia are from just outside of Columbia. And if you go five minutes outside of Columbia, it's just as red as anywhere else in the state. Um, so 
we had really heavy restrictions for a while, but then as soon as they lifted, people were like, fuck this, we're not going back. Um, I remember when we first started getting res- like big restrictions in like March and April of 2020, um, our city administrator gave everyone like letters saying, hey, if you get pulled over by the police for being out, here's what you show them. It shows that you are allowed to be out and about for work purposes. I was like, oh man, this COVID's getting really intense. This is just a piece of paper that says I can do what I want. Pretty much. But like, for one, I know all the police officers in our town. So like, hey hey Corbin, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to fix this leak over here. Oh, okay, have fun. But like, when the day that the restrictions were supposed to like go into effect, I drove by Walmart on my way home from work. Packed. The next day, packed. Day after that, absolutely packed. Like, they tried to do restrictions here, but nobody followed them. And you can't police a people that don't want to follow any of the rules. Like if if a bunch of people, like say 80% of the population followed the rule, those 20% you could police pretty well. But since like 95% of the population didn't want to follow the rule, you don't have enough people to police any of it. Yeah. Like, that, that's just life in general. If the majority of the population say no to a rule, you don't have the manpower to, to stop them. You know what I think the real takeaway is from uh, COVID? What's that? China is asshole! <laughs> I, I, I do want to put a disclaimer. We love the Chinese people. We love the culture, the history of the country. The Chinese government, not so much. Pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad place to live. Uh, a lot of racism, a lot of classism, not a lot of human rights. Uh, did you see the uh, Chinese police officer that was a whistleblower and talked about what they were doing to the, is it, uh, it's the one U-G-H-Y-E-R word? Oh, the, the Muslims? Yeah, that they've been oppressing really hard. Uh, let me guess, he committed suicide by shooting himself in the back of the head twice. No, the police officer, like, came forward and said that they would, like, string them up by their hands and, like, torture them and just do all of this horrendous shit. And nobody, like, we know about it, but we don't know about it, you know? It's, we, quote don't know about it everyone in the world knows about it but nobody's willing to act because so many countries infrastructure is based in china like how many different countries economies would collapse if they stopped getting well food and resources to and from china the big thing is the that china will go to its neighbor states and be like hey we're gonna build like roads and infrastructure for you because we're buddies we're neighbors and then china's like hey we're going to move our borders and you're inside them now. Also disclaimer, yeah. Taiwan is a country. Taiwan is a separate country from China and Hong Kong should be too. We're coming for you, Xi. Winnie the Pooh's going to take us down. Oh, Winnie the Pooh ain't got nothing. He ain't ready. You know what? That's you know what we're going to do? See. You know what we're going to do, Winnie? I'll eat your ass. Going to eat your ass. ass. Thanks, Alex. Really appreciate that. <laughs> so, uh, how you been pooping recently? Um, better. It was bad there for a bit. Like, 
I, I was having a bad poop stage where it was like the marker. You know the marker, right? Where like you keep wiping and it's, oh, it just keeps coming. Yeah. Like that's how it was for a while. And then I got back to eating a little bit better. Started taking some Metamucil every day. You know, the orange powder. Mm-hmm. Stirring it up in some water, helping get getting some more fiber. Then I hit the rabbit stage. Oh, you get the rabbit poops. Well, they weren't bad. It's just I poop so often. Like it was constant. I couldn't go a day without pooping like three or four times. Then now I've, I've kind of mellowed out. As long as I keep up with like eating healthy and taking my fiber, I'm, I'm having some pretty good, solid, like good, solid poops. Good ropey ones. I don't know if they're ropey. But they're they're good. They're like, it's just, you got your poop. You're done. Wipe once, maybe twice, you're good to go. I still need to install that bidet you got me. Dude, do it. I this, want to. It's this just podcast is brought to you by Tushy. Um, it is a fabulous. We're sponsored by Tushy. Although I would love to be sponsored Tushy, by Tushy. Tushy, if you're listening. <laughs> Please, you've got sponsor us. you've got fans for life over here okay um but like for real dude like i thought baby wipes revolutionized the pooping experience and they have they've done a and, good job and baby wipes if, if you if you're just using toilet paper try baby wipes you'll love it yeah no more butthole pain no more like raw booty hole um oh, the worst but if you're if you're onto the baby wipes and you haven't tried a bidet, imagine you know you do your business and your downtown's a brown town, and all you got to do is reach over to your side and turn a nozzle, and it power washes your ring for you. It is wonderful. Um, I gotta say though, it's been a mess for me. Oh yeah. Yeah, I have trouble with it. I have not been ha- taking healthy dumps recently oh they, they getting rough it's not like markery it's just like wet and soft servey you know Ooh, yeah mm-hmm. where it's just like it, a tube of toothpaste yeah that that like kind of consistency cartoon dog shit yes that's it exactly and i know that it's because i've been eating like dog shit recently you're eating chinese food right now okay well but like Typically, Samantha and I try to eat pretty healthy. She's just cut gluten out, and that's done wonders for her. Um, I haven't really had any issues with gluten, so I still eat it from time to time. But, like, we've been really good about eating salads and, you know, like, fresh food as opposed to just processed crap. But um, we've had a lot of stress with the wedding and everything, and (laughs) I've noticed that when I'm super stressed out, I self-soothe with McNuggets. <laughs> oh, yeah. For me, it's not McNuggets. It's uh, one, peanut butter. If there's peanut butter near me, Ooh. like that jar does not last a couple days. That's why I don't buy it. But the other thing that gets me, Domino's pizza. Ah, I don't fuck like, with Domino's. I put a notification on my phone that goes off at like 7 to 8 every night where it says, hey, fat ass, you don't deserve pizza. You don't get it tonight. <laughs> Damn. Like, I'll forget to, like, it'll be one of those days where I come home from work. I'm tired. I don't feel like cooking dinner, so I won't. And all of a sudden around seven or eight, I'm like, man, I'm really hungry. I don't want to cook dinner tonight. And I'll see that Domino's app. I'm like, Ooh, oh, baby. Oh, I feel you. And I get the notification like, no, no Domino's for you. 
and it's been working well. I've only gotten Domino's once in the past month. Nice. But yeah, I've been uh, self-soothing with McNuggies a lot on my lunch break. And it's not good. It's like Fallujah down there. That's a messy situation. (laughs) Um, I will say, like, McNuggets are all right when it comes to the small chicken, like, genre of food. Who really fucks with like chicken nuggets? Burger King. Their their chicken is a better consistency. The breading tastes better and is thicker. And you get ten for a dollar a dollar fifty, Taylor. A dollar fifty for ten chicken nuggets. I hardcore disagree. The only thing that Burger King's got up on McDonald's is the price point. You know what? Sometimes that's all you need. Like, I'll be like, I hey, know. I could get this really good quality item, or I could pay a dollar for a shitty quality item that will destroy my body. And I'm going to go for that dollar shitty item every single time. The McNuggies taste better. Their fries are better. I know that, like, Bur- we're not uh, talking Burger about King fries. Has terrible fries. I, I know, will admit. I know we're not talking about fries. We're talking about the nuggets. But you got to admit that plays into the decision, you know? I could have Burger King fries, which are meh at best or i could have have, fries i think so or do they have like wedges it's either wedges or crinkles when i go into burger king i'm not getting their fries so i don't know they're not good or you can have the pinnacle of fries which is the mcdonald's french fry they've perfected the french fry on regular french fry yes but counterpoint arby's curly curly fries curly fries from arby's that's (laughs) what i was gonna say those are like, like I don't think about Arby's a lot because in, in my town it's kind of like in that little nook. Mm-hmm. It's kind of over like by Lowe's. Away, so I, mm-hmm. I don't see it often, but every once in a while I'll drive by and be like, "Ooh, I could get a gyro." I hear they have the fries. meats over there. They oh, they give me the meat sweats. <laughs> the meat sweats. I'm like, I, I see it. Like I I don't even have to taste the meat. I see them. I'm like, oh, I can I can feel myself getting a little sweaty, a little sticky. I'm like, oh man. Are we going to be eating Arby's for lunch today? Are we going to be bad and not good on our diet? Most of the time, the answer is yes. Yeah, if you're a gyro or a Reuben, those curly fries. I I really like their brisket sandwich. I've never had their brisket sandwich. Dude, you've had brisket before, right? Yeah, of course I've had brisket. If dick tasted like brisket, I would have bruised knees. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, I think I think that's a good place to end it. I, I I feel like that that should be the end of the uh, end of the discussion right there. Um, while we wrap up, Taylor, is there anything you want to plug? Where can people find you online? Well, as we discussed before, I'm not on Facebook. Um, I have one social media account, and I'm gonna make it up to you, dear listener, to find me. <laughs> Um, that is your quest, listener. If you can find me, um, just uh, shoot me a message that says, like, what's up, Chomo? And I'll know. And uh, and then we can talk. But I'm I'm not going to plug my own social because I never post. Yeah, uh, if you guys want to follow me on social media, you can find me on the usual Twitter and Instagram, at Lurberfler. <clears throat> You're going to need to spell that for them. Yeah, it's it's that's a long story for another day. Um, it's spelled L-E-R-B-E-R-F-F-E-R-L-L-E-R. 
I apologize in advance. Oh shit, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Did you hear that okay. one? No, I didn't, and I'm going to hear it when I edit this podcast. So goodbye, everyone. Have a good night, and take care. Thank you.